Okay, welcome to Timeless of Training. As you should know by now, this is a series to inform you, inspire you on your fitness journey. So thank you for joining us, whether you're on YouTube or whether you're on our podcast on Spotify or any podcast terminal. Um, I'm going to be talking to industry experts, inspirational people. I've had the pleasure of being part of their fitness journey and Time Buster trainers who are in our tribe um, in our private group, inspiring each other to move forward in their fitness journey. So today we are talking to Nat. Hi, Nat. How are you doing? All right, thank you. Good. So I've had, she fits into two categories. So you're in our Time Buster Training tribe, and I've had the pleasure of being part of her fitness journey. So we'll find out a little bit more. Before we start, the timer is here. The Casio watch is here. If you know, you know. <laughs> so, Nat, are you ready to get started? Yeah, good. Fantastic. So, 20 minutes on the clock. Let's go. So, Nat, tell us. I know a lot about you. Um, our audience potentially don't know you. So, give us a little bit of flavour who you are, where you're coming from, and introduce yourself. Um, okay. So, I have Tourette's. Um, syndrome, which means that I can like shout out and do jerks and involuntary like movements and sounds. Um, and I'm a teacher, um, and I'm thought to be the only teacher uh, in the world with coprolalia, which is swearing interrupts. Um, and I've been on a bit of a fitness journey in the last year, um, and I just hit the nine stone loss. Um, wow, fantastic. Got married this year, um, so yeah. Awesome. So if you're, um, I know probably quite a lot, but there's probably quite a lot of the journey that I don't know. So tell us a little bit about your Tourette's because you, people who don't know a lot about it, and um, you weren't born with Tourette's, were you? No, no. So tell us a little bit because that's really inspirational how you sort of use that as a springboard to really define you moving forward and I think that's really inspirational so are you okay to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah so um, I was 21 um, when my Tourette's was triggered um, and it was triggered by like, a traumatic event um, I was at university so it was just about 10 days before my 21st birthday um, and I was raped and I was in a safe house and I started having these noises and didn't know what they were those noises like developed into words and sounds and like, involuntary movements, but we're looking like how old am I? It's like 17, 18 years ago, and I'd never heard of Tourette's. None of the family had heard of Tourette's, so it was three years before we actually realised like what it was, and we saw it on a TV program and realised that's what I was displaying, um, and then got diagnosed um, and. From there, I've kind of used it as something that obviously changed my life and how I adapt to things. But I've tried to use it as something to inspire people with disabilities um, or harder journeys that maybe other people might have and problems that they can come across to use it as something to to show that you can still be successful and it doesn't matter if someone hasn't been there before like no one's been a teacher with coprolalia Tourette's before so I shouldn't be but you know it doesn't mean that you can't do it and um, so be the first person to do that thing that's the impossible 
Um, and I go around the country and try and inspire kids and uh, teach adults and train teachers up um, to try and like get that message out. Wow, fantastic. And just tell me about what we're, we're looking at, like inspiring people to make that step into moving forward. And, and that, that goes into your life and ventures now. But back then, what, what was the trigger for you to say, right, I'm not going to let this define me and I'm going to still keep moving forward and look for a career that I really want to do. What, what was that trigger like? What was that kind of self-talk, motivation? Where, where did you find that? Um, I think, honestly, it came from something hitting me so hard, uh, like with what happened and the effects of that, like physically and mentally, uh, something that's going to I uh, always uh, be there. It's never going to disappear. And the Tourette's is like part of that. And I can either use that drive to like wallow in the fact that I've got this and I've been left with this, but I chose to kind of say, actually, do you know what's going to make me a better person? Um, I'm going to use it in any strength that I can, in any way as a positive that I can. And for me, finding the way that I can support others and help drive others to success was, was the way that I could do that. Um, so that's been something that I really try and like, focus on. Yeah, and I must say as well, from a personal point of view, that I obviously had the pleasure of training you. And then I did do some more. I, I've obviously kept in touch with you and seen a lot of the stuff that you do. And, and it's absolutely fantastic um, what, what you're doing. So, yeah, it's just fantastic. And fits into the two types of things that we're doing here. So we're talking about helping people in their fitness journey, but also it fits into the bigger thing, doesn't it, about actually yeah. driving yourself forward. So tell me about fitness then. So when did fitness come into that journey? Uh, fitness has always been, I trained as a PE teacher. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, for the first uh, 10 years I was teaching PE, um, I played like a massively high level of football, um, so sports always been like there a few years ago I think it was about four or five years ago um, I snapped my calf uh, which is still not attached so it'll never be reattached um, and within three months of doing that um, I had some lumps on my thyroid it grew all around like my neck and chest so I had my thyroid out so going from having like no metabolism and an injury that meant that I couldn't do any exercise, like the weight is, like, went on and on and on. Um, and I'd put on, like, the, I got to the heaviest point I've ever been in my life. Mm. Um, and then we got engaged and I didn't want to feel uncomfortable on my wedding day. Um, so that was kind of a, a point for me where I had to like refocus my mind because I'd kind of lost that drive with my fitness um, and I'd started to, not started to, I had fully like got out of routines and things and it was about refocusing and reevaluating where I wanted to be um, and putting my mind back into a, a positive set when it came to fitness and eating right. Um, and for me, the start of that journey was going to boot camp. Um, 
and meeting you guys and having like the hardest week, I think. <laughs> How long is that? Because th- this is obviously Team Bootcamp that I, I talk about yeah. quite a lot, and we've got um, Craig, who's the co founder, on next week. So, um, what was that like? You know what, like, when you start something like that and you're big and you're self conscious, it that's hard. Obviously, Leanne, my wife, she was with me, and that made it an easier step. Mm-hmm. Um, and going to a place where you're going to stay, for me, is really difficult anyway. And joining a group of people where you know that I'm going to make the training harder, as I'm sure you can remember. <laughs> the sessions. It was a great challenge. It was, it was a great challenge. We loved it. <laughs> uh, basically, my threats were just showing what everyone else was thinking about you, like at you. But <laughs> um, for me, like I needed something that was 100% of the time to reset like I need to go all in with something um like all in I'm never half in I'm in or I'm not so for me going to that I needed that kind of kickstart to get my head back in the game and to realize like the journey that I'm going to start myself out on um and by doing something half-heartedly I, I easily like fall out fall out of that that pattern um, and if I can kind of get my head into it and start it with a bang and see like a result in that first part that like sets me up then to so that I'm going to see these little results all the way along and those little results have kept coming and coming and coming over the last year and so like it was massively positive for me and everything that I've learned and the sessions that like you led and the things that you taught us like I've kept with us and we've continued not full time obviously because I think that would too much but we've made small changes and, and they've made a big difference yeah and that you, you're right in that fact that it sounds like that you are that sort of person that all in and that yeah. inside you're going to do something which is really motivational um oh. it, thinking back to what you were saying before about the um when you're injured and you slow down a little bit how yeah. how easy it is to fall off that sort of little habits and, and i always try to challenge people and say well a lot of people mention the, the negatives and they say, well, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But, and I do try and encourage when you're injured or you're not moving enough or you've got an injury, that's a trigger to work really hard on the habits and the, the nutrition. But as we know, that is like, the, I say that's the 80% of the results, um, your, your food. So what was really your um, down point when you were injured? What, what was that like? Did you know you had to be better? Was it just like a subconscious thing that just happened? Um, I know when I'm doing well and I know when I'm not. So it's not that it's subconscious, but I choose to ignore it because, again, I'm all or nothing. And I think, well, if I can't do, can't train, like, what's the point in eating right? Yeah. Can't eat right, what's the point in training? Um, and... I'd got myself into that mindset, but I think I've shown myself how that's changed. I think I was saying to you a couple of weeks ago that um, when I was out running and obviously ran into a tree and uh, ended up... I remember that, yeah. <laughs> All the things to do in lockdown, mate. <laughs> lockdown. So six stitches in the top of my head and got told that I couldn't run or exercise. Um, and for me, that would normally be the, the start of going back down yeah right well if I can't try and I'm just gonna eat and I start that slump again and 
like I heard like no word of a lie, like I could hear your voice, I could hear all the trainers' voices and this mindset stuff and I was so scared of going back down that route. I had to like like call myself out of it thinking of all those things and um we did like two hour walks each day. Um and I did like my exercise that way and we kept to our like normal eating routines and I didn't like snack extra which I normally would and especially like on the lockdown when we're here all the time, it's easy to do, isn't it? Yeah, um, and you're like, that, it, that, that happened, didn't that happen like a couple of days into joining us at Time as a Training? Yeah. You asked me saying, I can't be on the memory. Yeah, 500 burpee challenge. <laughs> oh, that was it, yeah. I was well up for it, and uh, yeah. yeah, and, and I couldn't do out. it. Yeah. I remember the first session when you joined us back again, I was quite conscious that what, we did one of the um, rounds of standing up. Yeah, and I was like, no, nah, do something different, do something different, don't yeah. go now. So awesome. Okay, so tell us a little bit about, you know that I go on quite a lot about the fact of the exercises and nicety that happens. Um, it's not the main focus. So tell us a little bit about the differences between what you were doing and what you're now doing in habits and nutrition and hydration and all that sort of, just the basics. Um, so hydration, yeah, that that is massive. But I used to be drinking, don't, don't say this, like, I don't know, three litres, four litres of Pepsi Max a day. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I, thought... I thought that was all right because there's no sugar in it. Right. Uh, <laughs> I do still like drink Pepsi Max, but I don't allow myself to have any until the evening. Um, and I've got a massive like water bottle um, and make sure that I've drank, I think it's a litre water bottle, so I have like three or four of those uh, during the day. And that like helps suppress the hunger and stuff as well. And yeah. um, the meals has been really important. So after boot camp, we ate everything off side plates um, and our portion control has like dropped dramatically. And although now we eat off normal size plates, like that's purely for aesthetics. Because yeah. <laughs> I like to like plate things nice, but our portions are still like what would be on a side plate, if not less. Yeah. Um, I make a meal, if it's a meal that's like a recipe that's like for four people, we'll normally get six meals out of that. Okay. Um, so that's like how much our meal size has, re has reduced. And for us, that's been massive because it's meant that, like to start with, after that, that initial like impact, we didn't do any carbs and we were trying paleo and things. But long term, that, you know, it doesn't work as well long-term for us. So we, there's no food that we don't allow ourselves now. Um, but what we do eat is very small portions. And by doing that, we still beat the cravings because we'll have it, but we have it in such a small amount that, you know, it doesn't impact upon our journey. Yeah, that, that's really, uh, that's great to hear that as well. Because like I was saying, I said in some of my content last week that I'm sort of seeing to really project that vision that your fitness journey is a bit like your fingerprints yeah. that are unique to you. Yeah. And, and and again, in the fitness side of things, as well as the nutrition stuff, something is better Ooh. than something. Um, and, and also, when you're doing something, it's like when somebody says to me, so if I said to you, right, we're going to work together. You're not allowed any Pepsi Max. You're not allowed any fizzy yeah. drink. For the, you're never ever going to have it ever again. Okay? How would you feel? <laughs> no. And that's what I've done so many times in the past. And I have tried, like, Leanne will tell you, I've tried every single diet. And 
by me trying every diet, I've given up and Leanne's tried everything because she has to finish it because I give up halfway. And I go all in on this, right, I'm not touching any of this. And it becomes too much and I find myself back at the start of the journey. And this is the first time in my life that I've ever done it and just maintained it and been happy that I can eat something if I want it. And I know that I can repay it by training. Um, And I make sure that I train and I won't feel guilty for having a rest day. Um, I just know that I'm going to get back on it. Yeah. That's been such an eye-opener for me that to allow myself to to have the things that I want, just to make sure that I'm not over-indulging. And that pain is back. And that, that fits into that reset button. Like some people's reset buttons take months. Your reset button now, while you're saying, takes half a day, one day, and you're back on it. Yeah. Um, so is it always great now? Do you still have those moments where you're like, I, I need to eat something, or I need to, I'm just going to need a week off or a weekend off? What, what does that, do you get any down points now? Yeah, uh, I, could, I could still, I could easily wake up and, and just drink Pepsi Max and eat what I wanted. Like, I could do it. Not a problem. I could, I, I I'm could not challenging you, by the way. <laughs> smash as much food as what I ever have. But uh, there's like this, there's now like this inner guilt, which I used to like suppress, but it, it's right there now. Um, and for me, I can't get past that, which is good for me because yeah. that's what stops me slipping. Um, I worry that. Uh, I do worry a lot that I'm suddenly going to find myself back where that like little guilt voice of doing something and eating something bad is not going to be as loud as what it is now. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and when that comes, I, I've, like, I've spoke to Leanne about that and making sure, like holding me accountable um, and watching what I eat and, and how much I eat. And I weigh myself each week um, and I make sure that, you know, I, I know that if I felt scared to get on those scales at the end of the week, then I've done something wrong. And that makes me look at like my week and, you know, what was it that I feel that I've done wrong that's making me feel scared and I need to change that. Yeah. Um, and that's great to hear. It sounds like you've got real control and understanding of your journey, which is great. Yeah. Um, you're right. That momentum, isn't it? That momentum. Yeah. So you know that if, quite a lot of our time buster trainers are doing this at the minute so the fact they're doing great they don't want to let themselves down in other areas and it's a whole package isn't it it's not just one thing um, which is great from your story so i'm going to challenge you a little bit now so if you were to pick three things that you would either say to inspire others or advice that you would give and what are the three things you might have mentioned them already but what are the three things that you would say to somebody that if they're at the start of their journey where they just need a little bit of a kickstart, that momentum, that ball start moving, what right. would you pick? Three things. At the um, like the, the main thing for me would to be like proud of what you can do now. Um, a year ago, when I first started with you, I couldn't run 100 metres. Um, I couldn't do a burpee. I couldn't even do a squat properly. Um, and every single exercise that I did had to be adapted in some way because I just wasn't at that point of fitness. And that was really difficult to get past, um, especially from being someone that was so sporty and played such a high level. Um, 
but looking back, I should have been proud that that was the start of my journey. Um, and although I was adapting something and I wasn't as good as that person over there and I wasn't as good as that person, which where in my past, I was, I was the person other people looked at. Yeah. I was still doing better than I was doing the week before and I was just sat eating. So it doesn't matter whether you're regressing or halfway through, it was all doing an exercise together. You need to take a step back and go onto your knees to do it. You're still doing better than you were before. Awesome. Um, so to be proud of like the, the small wins that you have and, and to really note them inside your head as well. Okay. Um, Two more. You've got, you got one minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, like the food um, for me like, try plating stuff on a smaller plate um, okay. and don't like this was a big one the mindful eating um, think about what you're eating don't sit and watch TV and eat actually enjoy what you're eating enjoy every mouthful and think about it um, the more you think about what you're eating the fuller you get and you're thinking about eating at the time of eating and that makes a big difference um, and the third one would be huh, do you know what take photos from the start and take photos of your journey because I was too ashamed to take photos right at the start but God I wish I had the photos now yeah. um, I used to delete all photos and I think that that tracking your own journey would be massive for you um, to love your successes in that way awesome that's 20 minutes Wow. So, Pat, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. Some great advice moving forward. And um, I know if you're in the Timeless of Trainer um, group, you'll have seen that fantastic transformational pictures. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's absolutely great to have you on, on board. And thank you for your time um, today. Thank you very much. You. So, guys, thank you for listening. Um, if you're on YouTube, hit subscribe. You'll follow and you'll see all the interviews that I do each week. And in the podcast, make sure you follow us, give us a review, and follow us across our social media platforms at Time Buster Training. So, Nat, thank you very much again, and um, see you soon, guys. Take care.